Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Pull up, jumper, got it again! Cleanly threw for Siakam, and the crowd on his feet, off the board, LeBron! Oh, showtime! Welcome to Three in the Key on TSN 1200, bringing you in-depth basketball analysis and interviews on the NBA, NCAA, and U Sports. Now with Will Macklin, Fuad Ahad, and Dave Tripp, here's Elias L. Zane. Hello and welcome inside the key for another edition of Three in the Key. Elias L. Zane alongside Fuad Ahad. What's going on, man? Dave Tripp. What? And Will Macklin. Who? Oh, oh Will Slacklin more like it. Oh, there, there he is. is. the crickets. There we go. <laughs> First show of 2020, no Will. All right, cool. Okay, we were off because uh, of the holidays. That's right. Holidays, so World Juniors. Back. Yeah, Happy Let's New go. Year, everyone. Congratulations to Canada on a gold medal. That's How right, another that? one. Yeah, another, another one. one. Is this like the first one in a couple of years or something? I see like in the World Juniors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, like that. back uh, on top. Back I don't know too though. much about hockey. <laughs> They're doing well. I'll put that out there. It was a great win. Yeah, I saw them play a little bit, like a couple of games, and they, yeah. they looked couple, fired up. A couple of future Ottawa Senators on there. That's, that's right. That's right, yeah, yeah. Hope so. Hopefully. Yeah, Let's get into um, some basketball in the new year. Can you guys believe it's almost been like 40 games? Yeah. We're halfway through the season. How quickly the season has gone, my God. So fast. And uh, the Raptors are still up there despite all of their injuries, sitting in fourth in the Eastern Conference right now, um, 25 and 13. Not so good against teams 500 and above, only holding a 5 and 12 record, but taking care of business um, against teams that are below 500 as they should, 20 and 1. Um, record. Can you guys guess the only team in the NBA that's perfect against below 500 teams? Is it the Los Angeles Lakers? That's right. Uh, say, it with, say it with <laughs> all of your chest, Fuad. I know you're a little under yeah, the weather. Under the but weather yeah, well, yeah. after that loss to the Bucks, I mean, that ruled them out, right? I mean, so... What? Uh, no, I just wanted to bring that up again, frankly. <laughs> it was outstanding. <laughs> that the Bucks beat the Lakers, that's right. And currently sit first in the NBA standings. That's yeah. right. 35-6 right. there, um, playing very well, but 
the Raptors, I think we, we're still very impressed at, um, of how they're doing. Norman sure. Powell's supposed to return today. Siakam yeah. um, supposed to return within the next week. But we haven't really seen them at uh, quite 100% where everyone is healthy, ready, and available. But it's always been, even last year when uh, under Nick Nurse, it's always been that next man up mentality. Totally. And we've seen that even uh, this week when they played Charlotte with Taron Davis getting the start. And he had yep. a huge game uh, posting a double-double and got into yeah. it a little bit there with Terry Rozier um, did, at the yeah. end of the game. I love it. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and we saw something like that with the Heat and Pacers between TJ Warren and Jimmy Butler. I yeah. like that kind of confrontation with guys going sure. one-on-one, what? have a little you know, shouting match. It makes you circle in the next game that they're about to play. You know, exactly. After Jimmy Butler comes after the game and posts on Instagram, <laughs> circling the game against the Pacers in March, it's like a game that would have been, you know, like who cares type of thing is now, all right, I got to watch this game to see what Jimmy Butler is about to do to TJ Warren. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially knowing Jimmy Butler, too. Yeah. Right? That guy's got a couple screws loose. Yeah, but for sure. As a basketball fan, you know, you see all these players, you know, hugging and high-fiving before games and, oh, we're best friends. I like to see that intensity when the I game know. gets yeah. going. You know what I mean? It's It's refreshing to be like, exactly. these guys both want to win. It's not like, you know, oh, rec exactly. league. You want to see that, and you want to see the guys like Jimmy Butler doing that. You totally. know, it's like who's supposed to be the stars in the league. You want to see them uh, uh, beefing a little bit. You know, that Cat Joel Embiid. Anytime those guys play, you want For to watch sure. it. You know, things like that. A bit, um, uh, at one time, it was Drummond against Joel. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's still a good matchup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a lot of guys that love to go against each other, but um, the Raptors they welcome uh, the San Antonio Spurs to Scotiabank Arena today uh, at 6 o'clock. So DeMar DeRozan back in Toronto. Obviously not his first game back. Last year was a very yeah. emotional game. Sure. Went down to the wire. Kawhi getting the steal on DeMar and going in transition for the dunk at the end of one. Uh, DeMar DeRozan playing really well. And the Spurs actually have turned around, turned it around a bit. Now yeah. sit um, uh, in ninth just to get uh, a game out of uh, the eighth spot. Uh, but... What do we expect tonight uh, from DeRozan? Is it still going to be an emotional return, even though it's the second game back? To the- I think it'll always be, you know, like the the questions are always going to come up in the media. They're going to be asking, you know, guys like Kyle Lowry's obviously going to get the questions like, oh, what does DeMar mean to Toronto? What does yeah. DeMar mm-hmm. did? Da, 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 Helps da, da, da. that they're BFFs, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously Kyle is going to tell them, you know, DeMar gave everything to Toronto. And as he did, he did. He gave everything to Toronto. He was the one superstar who was like, I'm going to resign here. I'm going to stay here long term at the, at the peak of my career. I'm going to choose Toronto over everybody else. Could have gone home to LA. He could have done, you know, whatever he wanted to do. He stayed in Toronto for sure. So you know, yeah, he did give everything to Toronto. So that, and that's cool. But um, right now, I think Demar Derozan is trying to play for his next contract. He's trying to up his trade value right now. Is what sure. he's trying to do. So he's been playing super well, and I think it's gonna, he's going to continue that tonight. Uh, good for the Spurs. Obviously, they want to try and get into that playoff spot. It's been how many years now that they haven't made the playoffs? Well, no, the, the Spurs have the made Spurs. it, I think, like 22 straight years or something, something like that. Since the last time they missed the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, which was a so very this, long this time So this is ago. the year that it's in jeopardy. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And I think they'll pull it out. I think yeah, so. the day, I think Popovich, so. I mean, like you said, DeMar DeRozan's playing with a with We'll a purpose. see what happens. If there's a team out there that says, okay, we need a guy like DeMar DeRozan come the trade deadline in February— they're going to unload certain guys, Marcus sure. Aldridge, DeMar DeRozan, um, whoever else it may be on that Spurs roster. Unload these guys, tank, try and get whatever Yeah, pick I think they the can. only one they'll keep is probably like DeJounte Murray. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Who's kind of their future at the moment. And they got to just, honestly, I think Popovich is at the end of his road. Uh, Did you see Popovich ending ending it by dumping everybody in his 
potentially his last season. Why not? And then get get it a draft so pick. off brand. You know, I know it's, get it's a draft so pick weird. and then build through the draft like they like they've done. That's what they did. That's what they did twenty years ago. And then they had this run. Yeah, Tim Duncan, <laughs> and then they added, and then they were so good, but. Even with their late round picks, that's where they added a Tony, Tony Parker, Parker yeah. and a Manu Ginobili and got a yeah. whole bunch of other guys like yep. the Danny Greens and the Patty Mills and all these guys who helped Even contribute. Kawhi Leonard, yeah. Yeah, who helped contribute to NBA championship teams. And I think it's going to be the same thing now for the Spurs. Uh, Popovich is going to retire at some point, maybe soon. And then they have to build through the draft. They still have R.C. Buford who's going to you know, head things up there, and then we'll see. It's going to be big shoes to fill, obviously, um, on the sidelines, whoever takes over Popovich because of all the success he had and all the records he set. And as we mentioned, 20-plus straight years in the postseason, multiple championships and, you know, division titles and everything that comes with the success that the San Antonio Spurs have been able to build. But, you know, every every book has an ending, right? Sure, he's 70 right. years old. Yeah. I mean, holy crap. Man. Yeah. I just Googled it. I was like, wait a minute, really? You might have 10 years on the next oldest coach. God, yeah, holy crap. How long he's been there and how long he's been successful. And you hope like a team like the Raptors can do that too. Because man, like like, like Elias mentioned earlier, Nick Nurse has been that dude to, to bring up whatever guy, to motivate whichever guy. Like Terrence Davis, he played eight minutes that one game and the report, some reporter asked him, you know, he only played eight minutes, what's going on? Nick Nurse straight up was like, hey, he didn't play very well. He probably played, played five too many minutes. <laughs> yeah. The very I next game it. against Charlotte is when Terry came out. And he started him. And he like started the, him, yeah. the exactly. Next, that speaks volumes of the coach. He talked junk about his player, challenging him yeah. openly to, to the medium. Exactly. The next night, giving him the start exactly, and the way yeah. Terrence Davis responded, exactly. that could only be a boost to yourself, to your team. When all these guys come back, if they can just get 10, 15 minutes of Terrence Davis off the bench, but bring that energy yeah. in transition, how we know he's a high flyer, hit a couple of shots. The Raptors, I think, at full strength, they really have a shot against anyone in oh, the East. For sure. And that's I, I, just because the East, we last year we talked about how it was open because there was no LeBron James, but I think this year it's even more wide open. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And the Bucks are nothing special. <laughs> no, I mean, again, I mean that, that, that's again, the thing. It's, the, it's right now. It's for Milwaukee no, to take. You, you know, know what, guys? Exactly. I agree with you though. Like in the playoffs, in a matchup like this, anything can happen for sure. And I think that Giannis is less of a threat to the Raptors than LeBron ever was. So, yeah, for sure. I, I would agree, even though it hurts me to say so. Out loud. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Well, you look at this Raptors team. It's not. It hasn't just been Terrence Davis. You look at two, the two Canadian kids, Chris Boucher, O'Shea Brissett. Both of them have been stepping up um, totally. with these injuries to the team. And, yeah, when you have Pascal Siakam coming back, Marc Gasol coming back, Norman Powell coming back, all these, like, top-tier guys on this team, this team can get, you know, do, do some damage for sure. And I think the next man-up mentality is so special with this team too because every it just seems like the Raptors come up with a new gem every time there's an injury, right? Like, yeah. there's something really cool going on between Masai and... And Nick Nurse, where they're really like working together to develop this young talent to push them forward. Any jam you get into, you've got somebody that can fill the void. And they're using the G League team, the Raptors 905, better than any other team in the league. I don't think any other team in the league is really looking at their G League team as like a development kind of uh, aspect of their NBA team. The Raptors are using the 905 as the development uh, a team for these younger guys to build them up, bring them up to to the look at O'Shea Brissett right now. He's yeah. playing super well because he's been developed down there. And look at Siakam and Van Vliet who yeah, won exactly. a G yeah. League championship totally yeah. with the nine hundred five, and then contributed the next season uh, 
with for an NBA championship with the Toronto yeah, Raptors. Yeah. And I think that's one thing Masai really wanted when he took over as president of the Toronto Raptors to have his own team and be able to develop guys who they draft and take a chance on. Because I think that's where really it went wrong with Bruno Caboclo, where they drafted him, but if they send it on to the G League, they don't really have control of the G League, so they can't really yeah. tell him play him more, develop sure, it. Totally. If they send him to Europe, they don't have control of him over there as well. So I think that's one thing that Masai, when he got uh, took over the team and they, they really got their own G League um, affiliate, they were able to develop... Um, all these guys, and Fuad was mentioning, you know, the next man up and all these guys that they've gotten at the end of rounds. And Nick Nurse a couple of weeks ago said um, that there's, there isn't really a big difference between, like, the 25th draft pick and, like, the 59th draft pick anymore. Totally. Nope. Because you can get these guys. These guys are oh, the guys that have played a, cu- a couple of years in the NCAA, and now you draft them. You can stash them in your G League. You can develop them up there. And then they can – most of those guys, they're obviously physically they're – Bigger because they're older and they're ready for those uh, for those NBA minutes and to contribute uh, right away. And we've seen them with guys like Van Vliet who went undrafted yeah, and had a good summer league. And you know, I remember Dave and I uh, that that summer were like, "This this is a guy that's going to be on the roster." And it was crazy when you looked at what he did in college, how he didn't get drafted in the first place. But you know, an undersized point guard, four year mm. player in college. A lot of people are like, "Oh." Pfft. He's passed, he's passed his point of being useful it, in the draft. Because it's funny. His Which is two, crazy. His two teammates at, from Wichita State, like that, they had such a great year. Clay yeah. Anthony Early and Ron Baker, they're the ones that got drafted. And where are they now? Poof. Both Knicks <laughs> picks, weren't they? That, oh, that yeah, should tell you true. something. Both that picks. should tell you something right there. <laughs> Sorry to tie that together, yeah, New York. Yeah. But they're the anti-Toronto. You don't even have to <laughs> get drafted much. and you'll be an all-star in Toronto. You get drafted... <laughs> Tank. Tank. New York. Look out. My God. The Dolan effect. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And when we come back, we'll talk about um, all-star voting and who should be in the all-star. Should we take out the fan voting? Oh, yeah. Because... With the fans, obviously, you guys, you have guys like Alex Caruso and Taco <laughs> Fallen, and years past, like Zaza Pachulia up there um, in fan yeah. voting when you have a country um, backing you up. Uh, what should be done for the voting? Who should be in the All Star game? All that and more when we come back. It's three in the key on TSM 1200. Welcome back to Three in the Key on TSN 1200. Hello and welcome back inside the key live alongside Fu An and Dave. Uh, Will is slacking load management. That's him. <laughs> he, he needs it. We need him ready for the playoffs. I guess that's right. Postseason, just like last year. <laughs> <laughs> that's where um, uh, the money is made. Right? Long-term, the championships, yeah, long term, everything like that. Uh, make sure to. Uh, tweet at us at 3 in the key underscore TSN on Facebook, 3 in the key on Instagram, of course, the 3 in the key where Fuad is uh, running things. Feeling a little under the weather this week, so not too much content on our Instagram, but... Yeah, I've been a little so. tough. <laughs> That's where me and Dave should pick it up, but uh, we clearly don't. Um, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Check out the website, of course, the number 3 in the key. Um, .ca and text us anytime with any questions, comments, 12-1200. All-star voting always picks up. I think it started right on Christmas Day, which is the, usually the case, sure. where fans can start voting up until January 20th. And then uh, the All-Star weekend is the middle of February. And uh, the they changed a couple years ago, right, because they didn't want Zaza Pachulia <laughs> in the <laughs> All-Star game. So 50% of the voting is done by the fans. 
25% is done by the players themselves. Okay. And then 25% is done by the media. Yeah. Um, do we still like this format, even though we have guys like Alex Caruso and uh, Taco Fall up there in, in fan voting? Yeah, they're both sixth. Alex Caruso is sixth amongst <laughs> oh, guards no. in the Western Conference, and Taco Fall is sixth amongst uh, the front court in the Eastern Conference. To be honest, yeah. I think they both deserve it. They're oh, having yeah. a great season. It's true. It's true. <laughs> oh, my uh, goodness. Okay. Uh, how do we fix this, Dave? I'm I'm... To me, I give one hundred percent of the vote to the media. That's I'm I'm cynical, and I think that fan voting is just troll voting, and that's why you see things like this happen. Nobody wants to see Alex Caruso play in the All Star game. Not even people voting for it. They just think that they, oh, I'm smart. I'm going to beat the system. No, you're not, because the <laughs> NBA already ruined that system by like vetoing it with his other rules. So I just don't understand. What's the point in having a fifty percent fan vote if you're just going to be like? Yeah, we're not going to let Taco Fall play in the All-Star game. <laughs> What's the point in having it? Just get rid of it altogether. Would the fans really be that upset that we're all watching the best yeah. possible All-Star game selected by the media? I mean, come on. I know, yeah. yeah, because guys they vote for like LeBron and Giannis and Trey Young, Dante, whoever the kid, sure. all those all those guys will be there. They should make the team anyway. The fans are just trying to get the Carusos and the Taco <laughs> Falls in the game. It's that, that's just a, ridiculous. That's the thing. At the end of the day, like neither of those guys are going to make it because it's the top three front court for each from each conference and top two guards as the starters. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, but that after it. that, the the players and media vote, right? Yeah, yeah. And then those guys are yeah. selected. But obviously, if you have a lot of fan votes, you'll get in. So I think we can all agree in the Western Conference right now, the five top vote getters for the three in the front court is LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi, and then the guards is Dantich and Harden. I yeah. think that's safe to say that those Pretty guys happy with that. That'll yeah. be the, those will be the starters for sure. Yeah, that's probably what the media would select anyway. And then yeah. in the Eastern Conference. Uh, the front court would be Giannis, Joel, and then Pascal Siakam oh. at number three, um, ahead of Jimmy Butler. And then the guards, it would be Young and Irving. Trey so Young and Kyrie Irving. That's where you get the issue where it's like yeah, right? Kyrie fans are voting for Kyrie. Yeah, but then, a lot of fans, man. Let me tell you. Yeah, there are sure. a lot of flat earthers out there, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I run into a lot of people who love Kyrie. I mean, he's an outstanding talent, of course, but... He the guy's played an eleven games so far this year. Supposed to come back today. Yeah, he's supposed, supposed to make to his tonight, return yeah. uh, tonight to the basketball court, but he's missed all of December, basically two months because he was yeah. out since November fourteenth, I believe it was. Yeah, that's right. And now he's coming back, and like I said, we have a month until the All Star game. Now we don't know if he's going to be health, healthy the whole month. Sure. Um, Kyrie's played eleven games. Does he? Should he be an All Star? No, no, he shouldn't I be an all-star. don't think he should be an all-star. And it, it takes away from a guy like Kyle Lowry, who's been playing Absolutely. extremely well, carrying the Raptors with all these injuries. Well, what about Trey Young? Like, I mean, the season he's, 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 number, Young, he's Trey number, one number one among and, the guards, so, voting, so he'll be there. Um, to me, a guy like Derrick Rose too, man. He's been having such a great season, and it, the, the All-Star game is in Chicago of all places. That would, you that know? would be special for it would be a, a fitting tribute, and <laughs> exactly. I'm sure exactly. Fuad especially would love to see that. Um, but for yeah, sure. no, completely. I would much rather pay tribute to a guy like Derrick Rose, a former MVP who has like completely changed his career, turned it over again. To over still a be, guy, to over still a guy like Kyrie, who will be on other All-Star teams if he plays enough yeah. games. I feel like what you could do... Is you could just say, you want to play in the All-Star game? You have to play a minimum of 25 games before the end of voting or something along those lines. Maybe and then, even more. Sure. And then that way, at least you're taking the people that have actually had an impact on the season. Like, yeah. for, right now, the Nets are 
hanging on to a playoff position. I think they're tied Barely. for eighth place, yeah, and they're, they're like eight. Eighth. They're like two and eight in their last ten. They are yeah. a terrible team. Why would you? Why would you give the Nets anything in this All Star game? <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Let alone a guy who's only played ten games and has contributed nothing to their season so far. Yeah, and then if you look at the East guards, you have guys like. Uh, uh, Zach Levine up there, I think he's having a, a really good season. Obviously, the All-Star Game channel, but he's ahead of, of Kyle Lowry in voting. They're both ahead of like Ben Simmons. Bradley Beal, who's been hurt uh, now recently, but he's had a really good... Oh, he had an incredible uh, year. Yeah, start yeah. of the year. Fred Van Vliet Same is thing, 10th. Yeah. Same thing with Fred Van Vliet. Oh. Great uh, to start the season. Obviously, got injured a bit in there, but... Man, he killed it for a while. Him and Siakam together while they were both playing. Man, they, they played super well together. That's it, why I like the media vote, though, guys, because... The media sees these things. They see a guy like Van Vliet, the way he plays. I mean, not always as a starter. I mean, they see this stuff and they're they're thinking, well, this is a guy that deserves to be named this year because he's been exceptional. He's gone above and beyond, especially with the injury situation with the Raptors and everything else, right? Like, they would be less likely to be like, all right, here's another feather in Kyrie's cap when he doesn't deserve it. And they give it to somebody like Zach Levine, who may never have another opportunity to be an all-star, yet puts up ridiculous points for a bad team every night. Yeah, and he also rebounds, dishes the ball off, does a little bit of everything. And going back to the front court in the Eastern Conference, you have Taco Fall ahead of a guy like Bam Adebayo, who I believe should be an all-star this season. And another guy in Sabonis, and even Drummond, who I think are all-stars. Sabonis has been playing really well for Indiana. Can we... Imagine if they had Oladipo from the beginning of the oh, year well, and he yeah. was healthy yeah. with a Brogdon and Sabonis. TJ Warren has been contributing for them in terms of scoring. Miles Turner, who gets them the defensive stats in terms of steals, blocks, rebounds, and can stretch it out. And Man, hit that a couple team's threes. loaded now that, that you mentioned it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> they, could good, be, yeah. they could and be Oladipo's, even higher. Oladipo's and there's six. Coming back soon. The, exactly. I think at sometime this month. Yeah, he's right? playing in Chicago January 25th or something like that. Yeah, and they're, they're obviously going to monitor um, yeah. his minutes and limited and back-to-backs and stuff like that. But if he comes back in January and then gets his reps in, he should be ready to go and by the time of the playoffs. They sit at 6 at 24-15, and 15, just a half game behind Philly, uh, two games you know, from that fourth yeah. seed. Like, the East is going to be very interesting, and we're going to have some very good first-round matchups. And, sure. oh, yeah. you know, Even me mentioning it now with all those guys in Indiana, I think they, they're yeah, going to be really they good. They could surprise people for sure, man. <laughs> they're like the anti-Philly where they're all depth. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It, yeah. it could be interesting as the season goes on. You see them close in the standings. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all with a healthy Oladipo that they leapfrog, they leapfrogged Philly in the standings. Yeah, and obviously Nate McMillan, uh, a really good coach, For sure. always has them uh, competing night in, night out. And, you know, from from the second seed all the way down to the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference, they're separated by three and a half games, right? So it's uh, it's very, very close. Um, It'll be an interesting, interesting second half of the season, even for this All-Star. I mean, again, this is 50% of the voting, right? It's the fan voting. Once we see what the players and the media vote, we'll have a better idea of who, you know, what we're going to see in here. Because certain guys are going to move up for sure. You're going to have like Bam Adebayo for sure. He's going to go over Taco Fall by the time we get the the the, the, yeah. like, the player and the media vote comes in. Let's save Eric Caruso for the dunk contest. Okay? <laughs> yeah, how about that? <laughs> over the dunk contest, who are we going to get get in there? Because I heard Dwight Howard was going to be in there. But then he said no. And then he said no. Aww. And then yeah. I heard Zach Levine could be in there. But then he said, oh, if I make the All-Star team, then I'll do it. Like, yeah. okay, buddy. Somebody <laughs> put him on the All-Star team, okay? <laughs> I grew for Aaron Gordon, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm 
surprised Aaron Gordon hasn't been mentioned. There was another one. I think John Morant has been invited, but oh, he's still man. thinking yeah, it over. I'd love to see John. Yeah, same contest. here. For sure. Um, Derek Jones Jr., I think, is another guy in Miami. Yeah, he can just fly. An absolute monster. Uh, my brother actually saw him play, and he said this guy like literally jumps out of the gym. Like, yeah. he's got. It's Who's insane. the guy played for for Florida or for Phoenix a few years ago? He was it was like, him, Derek Jones. Jr. No, that wasn't him. It was a few years back. Another like dunking guy. He played a bunch of places. I'm gonna have to look it up. But I'm gonna <laughs> another guy. I want to see that. Yes, another guy. We said he was third in in the front court. Siakam. And I think he do- totally deserves to be in the All Star game. But sure. do you think some people will be like, oh, he hasn't played enough games? He did play 27 so far, and then got hurt coming back this week. Yeah, I think he's showed us enough to be he's an All Star, right? Enough because yeah, he got sure. this big contract, oh, yeah. and then Kawhi okay. leaving and everything, and him stepping up, taking over, filling that void. Yeah, he's been he's been killing it this season before the injury, obviously. Gerald Green. That's who he oh, reminds me of. Reminds me of Gerald oh, Green. Okay. So it took me a minute there. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, what about, have you guys ever thought, since we're talking about the dunk contest, having non-NBA players compete in that way, we just see like the best dunks? Like having like professional dunkers? Like, like those? a Jordan Kilgannon? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be happy with having one. Like the non-pros and then the, the pros? pros afterwards and then maybe winner against winner. Ooh, I'd be really cool with that. Just yeah, talking. Yeah. But okay. what I, I like the idea of NBA guys against NBA guys and then, hey, by all means, the All-Star game is 100% supposed to be about entertainment. Why not have the, the guys that do this on the pro circuit yeah. give it a whirl? I mean, I, I, I love being I entertained. Think, <laughs> so. I think it should be you have... The NBA guys, let's say four or five NBA guys, you have four or five professional dunkers because there are a lot of these guys out there. Oh, yeah. The professional dunkers do one of their crazy dunks and the NBA guys have to match them. Ah, oh, like horse. Have it like a horse type, cool. type game. That would be cool, right? Yeah. I also think the dunk contest should return to six participants and not yeah, four. Yeah, more than more than Oh, I'm totally yeah. fine with that. And then go Maybe. ahead and then have like a f- two rounds of dunking. Then you have, uh, you know, three or four guys advance and then... Keep it going, yeah. and the two guys head to head in the finals. Because still, that's the biggest draw on All Star Weekend, yeah. right? I mean, on this other than the game itself, I mean, the three point shootout uh, has been entertaining yeah. in years past. But everyone wants to come and f- see the dunk contest. The one, Let's be real. The yeah. one bummer is is that everybody's been looking forward to this dunk contest for well over a year, probably a year and a half, mm-hmm. because of Zion Williamson. Ah. Uh. I don't think we're going to see him in this dunk contest. So I think that a lot of people are going to be looking in the crowd for Zion to be judging these dunks because you know he's going to be there for the dunk contest, right? Give him a (laughs) sign. Give him a give him a Bristol board so he can (laughs) he can score. Let's be honest, Zion Williams is the the best dunker on earth. Did you see his warm up against the Knicks right off like between the legs with no running, nothing straight? Like the guy's a freak of nature. I can't wait to see him in the NBA. Yeah, please come back. He's supposed to make a return this month. month. Yeah, the end of the month. And obviously, they're gonna invite him to that the 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 USA versus World game that they have. Oh right, they have to have an All Star weekend. I mean. They have to, right? Man, RJ might not right crack there. the team the way he's no, played has, this year. He will. He, he will. will. I know. He's been a rookie. That, that's, he sure that's, has. This is exactly what, what we said he'd be going through, though. Yeah. Especially well, he, York, he had a man. good start to the year. It's just that his shooting is horrendous. Man, yeah. it's the hero ball stuff. He's going to have to learn, and he will. And Hopefully the, is, the Knicks a, don't nix him right out of the <laughs> league. The thing is, is he's a gifted <laughs> passer, too. Like, oh, yeah. He could pass he's the ball. He's got all the tools. And when we come back, we'll talk about Kevin Love. 
We'll talk about Andre Drummond. Sure. Uh, on the trade market, who goes where as the NBA trade deadline is approaching? It's three in the key on TSN twelve hundred. Welcome back to Three in the Key on TSN twelve hundred. Hello and welcome back inside the key. Alive alongside Dave and Fuad. Wolves on load management once again. <laughs> we need to save him for the postseason. You can't play him back it's to back. It's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though we play once a week, but you know, for him it's once a month. It's once true. a month. Yeah. I like how we play an NFL schedule and he, he still can't. <laughs> it's like I saw a funny meme, uh, you know, that go, that's going around when you play Uno, the card game, oh, you know, yeah, you can yeah, pick yeah, up yeah. so many cards. And oh, yeah. So one, of, so one one person had a card and it said, play in a back to back or pick up 25. And then it showed Kawhi <laughs> Leonard's <laughs> face with 25 cards. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. I thought that was pretty oh, funny. Um, but uh, he's been playing well. He had a huge dunk the other night against Golden Massive, State. Massive, two big um, So you can see he's healthy, but the Clippers still suck, in my opinion. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not sold, honestly. Um, but that's, uh, that's they, another. They've had worrying games. They've had games where it's like, okay, yeah, this team is, this is it. They're legit right here. But then again, they come around and they'll have a game where it's like, like that Golden State game. Like they... They were down for a while against this Warriors they got, team. They got blown out by Memphis. Got blown out by Memphis. Not just blown out. Blown yeah, out by yeah. Memphis. My goodness. And I think they got blown out by Memphis in L.A., right? I think so, yeah. yeah. John Morant just Kawhi played, was toyed playing. with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kawhi did not have a good game. John Morant had him looking around at one point with a fake pass. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy's going to be a special. Yeah, he's definitely good. the rookie of the year. He's one he's, rookie of the year now, yeah, whoa, for sure. He at is... This point. Phenomenal to watch. My fantasy stud. Yeah, yeah he's been really good. Um, he's excited. Really enjoyed uh, watching him play in his rookie season. Yeah. Um, he's not uh, getting traded, that's for sure. Yeah, and being 22, trained. 7, and 14 last night. Just like, real quick, let me say that. That's insane. Um, so the NBA trade deadline, I believe, is February 8th. Now they've moved it up to before um, All-Star weekend, before it used to be uh, right after uh, All-Star Weekend the Thursday following this time it's before Andre Drummond is a guy that uh, last couple of weeks his name's been floated around sure. we've seen uh, the Knicks the Raptors the Mavs the Hornets the Hawks a lot of teams inquiring about the All-Star big man who will most likely decline his uh, player option at just under $29 million I believe um, for next year um, do we see the Pistons holding on to him? Do we see the Pistons cashing in on the big man who openly has said, yes, I want to stay here, but I'm also going to uh, test out free agency in the summer of 2020. And he's probably the best player on the market for this draft class. Uh, To me. Or this free agent class. This free agent class. Yeah. To me, the Pistons need to get something for Drummond because, I mean, the season's done. They're, you know. Blake Blake Griffin is out again. mm -hmm. Getting uh, surgery on his knee. He's done again. This team, I think they have the same record as the Chicago Bulls right now, who have been tanking for years now. Yes, so identical. Yeah. <laughs> so Andre Drummond is like, I can't see him wanting to stay there. Obviously, he has to say, sure. I want to be in Detroit for the rest of my career, blah, 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 whatever. But if he hits free agency and they don't trade him, he's got to be gone. He's got to be, he's going somewhere else for sure. So they have to get something out of it. Now, what do they get? Like, who do they trade him to? Like for the Raptors, I don't know if you give much up for for Andre Drummond right now. Definitely, yeah. I'd be I'd be curious as to what kind of return. It's funny you yeah. said the Hornets. The Hornets. Why are the <laughs> Hornets in on the 
Drummond sweepstakes. That makes no sense to me at all. Like, oh, but we don't have we don't have a guy who can sell tickets anymore because Kemba's gone. So we'll take anybody. It's funny they were on the they were inquiring about Marcus Gasol at the deadline last year as well, right before the Raptors right. um, acquired him. So it's a lot, uh, of, a lot of reason there. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. But they did have Kemba still at that time, so they're like, oh, let's bring Marcus Gasol. Well, maybe, sure. maybe we can win two games in our first round. Ooh, um, last year, but the, obviously the Raptors <laughs> ended up picking up Marcus Gasol. And taking him all the way to the NBA Finals and, of course, the championship. The Pistons have to move Drummond, though, okay? We've been yeah. watching the Pistons. I've, I've had a pretty good eye on the Pistons for a few years. I mean, they had the old team, the way it looked like a few years ago. You had Greg Monroe, Andre Drummond, Josh Smith. Like, I mean, they had all these big guys. And then finally, finally, they dropped Smith. They dropped Monroe. Monroe. And, Raptors. all right, this team's starting to move a little bit. And then they bring in Blake Griffin. Like, it just makes the the... The decision-making on this team makes absolutely no sense to me. Let's load up a front court full of players that just aren't that good. And, I mean, at some point, you just got to sell these guys off and start over. Yeah. And at that's what point, has to happen with the with the Pistons. They've got to start over for sure. And I don't know if they're, they're going to find a proper destination to get a good enough return for Andre Drummond. Because Drummond is, come on, this guy's like a 20-rebound every single night yeah, type of guy. 20-20. So you got, you got to get something out of it. A pick, I don't know what what it is. Yeah, but. It's a, a pick and a young guy obviously is what I think the Pistons want in return. But they get it; they have to look at something at the deadline, especially now that they're not even in the playoff picture. Exactly. Right? They're sitting um, in eleventh, identical with the Bulls, but no Blake Griffin. You just have Drummond. I think Luke Kennard is taking a step forward. Sure, I like the the young guy that they had drafted in the. Sekou, this passer, yeah, Dembuya. He's been playing well with Blake Griffin out. Yeah. Exactly, and I think if you trade Drummond, then you can really develop him. Totally develop Canard uh, even more, and all these other guys. Get rid of Rose too, not like in, in in a bad way. I think he's been playing well. Trade him to a contender, uh, and get problem. something in a re- return for Derrick Rose as well. Sure, and this is the problem with the Pistons, though, is that having a guy like Drummond keeps you in the middle, so you're only ever going to yeah. draft. Players like this, the guys that aren't going to have a huge, huge impact, draft and develop over four years, these Stanley Johnsons, you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll at some do nothing point, for you. <laughs> at some point, you've got to get a good marketable player on this team. And to get that, you're going to have to draft early. Yeah, Keeping and a guy like Drummond, you're never going to draft at the top of the lottery. Exactly. You're going to be the 13th and 14th. He's just too Dave good. Dave mentioned. He'll win you games on his yeah, own it's because like Kemba. he gets those 20 and 20s. It's like Kemba. Having that guy yeah. on your team means you're in the middle of the conference because he's yeah. that good all by himself. Because the Pistons have been 7th and 8th and hovering around that, and that's what I thought they would hover around um, this sure. year. And again, they're they're right there. There's just a few games out of the 8th seed, but do you want, really want to just be an 8th seed? And then Drummond's like, oh my God, we haven't really taken any step forward. Yep. Uh, we've been just an eighth seed, an eighth seed. We haven't signed anyone. Yes, we've traded for Blake, but still, we were an eighth seed and yeah. bounced in the first round. Now he's hurt. Yeah. He has to look for his best interest. He's going to get paid no matter what, but at least now if I get paid, I can go somewhere else. Maybe like a Dallas, have him in the middle, have KP at the four and Dantage. Yep. I mean, yeah. now we're talking about something there, if that would be the case. But I'm 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 just throwing that out there. Drummond, I think personally, they have to move him at the deadline or else big probability that he moves or he leaves for free uh, for free exactly at least you can get something a pick a couple of second round picks some yeah. something in return i don't care what drummond says i don't see any scenario where he's playing for the pistons next season yeah, that'd be like ridiculous. it's that would be a real bad move on so his part like yeah. kevin love like yeah, stupidity exactly <laughs> like, you look at kevin love right now i mean we've talked about him in the uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago when we were on but 
He signed that massive yeah. deal you when did LeBron this left. To yourself, you did exactly. Yet. You did this to yourself. Reports <laughs> came out last week that he was the one that approached Cleveland on the on the extension. It wasn't like they. <laughs> it's not like because it was the same summer LeBron left, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. not like hey, let's lock this guy up and still try to be competitive. He went to them. And it's like hey. How's about like we sign an extension? Yeah, let's, let's get this deal done. <laughs> and then you know, J.R. Smith left, Channing Fry, all these guys left. Tyron Lue was fired or whatnot, and uh, now he's there with a whole bunch of young guys and a college coach, yeah. and he's not happy. <laughs> oh, really? You're not happy? <laughs> I wonder why. Are there undoes on these salaries? Yeah. <laughs> and teams that have inquired about him are like, yeah, he's a good player, but it just that contract. That massive contract, oh, totally. and it's not expiring. There's still a couple of years left on it. It's like that Griffin deal. Exactly, he still that, has. A you couple can move years Drummond, on but you still got Blake Griffin locked up to way too much money. <laughs> For the, the next same thing with uh, two years at least. Tristan Thompson too. It's like well, the difference is Tristan is expiring, gonna, but Tristan this isn't is going to make you yeah. good enough to make the playoffs. That's the <laughs> difference right there. Tristan is not a great. That's player. true. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to keep you in the middle of the pack. You're at the bottom curse, of the bottom. Baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> they got to get rid of both those guys, and then I mean, Kyle Kuzma does he get traded? Because he's his name has been up there. He had a really good game yesterday with LeBron and AD uh, yeah. and Danny Green. I'll put up thirty. I feel like seven. If, if the Lakers are moving Kuzma, they can get somebody that will help them. So yes, yeah, uh, I believe about... so. But we'll see. I just yesterday, yeah, I get there when he was the number one option offensively. But he showed a lot of confidence driving and shooting. Sure. Bring that same confidence even when you're playing with LeBron and AD. You don't need to go out and get 20 shots a night. But play with that confidence. Make those shots with those guys. And really the Lakers, uh, I think, will be unbeatable with a guy like Anthony Davis, LeBron James. And if they get a little more from Kuzma, because they're getting from Danny Green. And guys like Avery Bradley and Rondo and all these guys pitching in. Caruso has been really good off the bench. You know, so... I think just the, not really good enough to be an all star. Of course, <laughs> I, can, I can agree with that one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but he's had some really high, good highlight dunks, and as oh, you mentioned, sure. why not in the dunk contest? I think it'd but, be funny. <laughs> um, Have but, him go up against the mascots or something. I think another guy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Kevin Love gets moved just because of his contract, but another guy from uh, Sacramento, Bogdan oh, Bogdanovich, yeah. who's going to be a restricted free yeah. agent right. um, this summer. Yeah, I've do heard his Kings, name floated around too. Do the Kings move on from him because they paid? Buddy Hield and they have Fox. And, and he's the kind of guy that could fit into any team because he can play the two, the three, a little bit of the four. Like he's super if you play versatile. super small. Yeah. 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 He's a talented kid. And he does it all, right? Yeah. Um, he passing, rebound, defense. passing, could shoot the ball. Yep. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I don't think... The kind the of guy two- that you'd know about if he didn't play for Sacramento. That's, That's true. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he was it, anywhere else. Oh, is that another Bogdanovich guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bogdan one, yeah. Uh, there's another guy like Jay Crowder. Memphis has a couple of guys, Jay Crowder and Andre Iguodala, that they're going to be wanting mm-hmm. to trade. I can see that happen. And Iguodala has been locked up in Memphis the entire season. Obviously, he doesn't want to play there in Memphis. Yeah, hasn't even reported. He's still yeah. living in the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. he's just chilling. <laughs> he's just chilling, waiting to get traded Probably or get bought out. Probably working out, yeah. Yeah, definitely, obviously. Yeah. Working so. out, yeah. staying ready for <laughs> sure. Um, but what, how, like, what happens there? Because Jay Crowder is another... A guy very similar to Andre Iguodala, who's been playing for Memphis, try, getting his trade value up. He's missing the rings, waiting, though. Yeah, missing the rings, missing that's for the, sure. the Iguodala jewelry. That's yeah. for sure. He doesn't have but that. But I think Vlad is right with yeah. the Jay Crowder. I think he you know, he can hit that three-point shot for you, plays defense. He's yeah. also not rugged. a whole season rusty like Iguodala is, too, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing him in L.A. Man, yeah, he, exactly. was, he was such an important part of the Celtics 
really good season with Brad Stevens. Like, and I mean, maybe he's just been on a couple teams that haven't know how to use him exactly right. But even in Utah, like, I mean, he's had some really he had some really good moments there. Yeah. It's he's just a good a good character guy to bring onto your team. I want to speak about one last team uh, before we wrap up this trade segment. The Portland Trailblazers sitting now. They had climbed back into the playoff picture uh, at 8th uh, uh, last week, I believe it was. Now dropped down again. They're sitting in 10th at 16 and 24. Oof. What does this team do? Do they, do they, are they going to miss the playoffs? Is it, is Terry Stott's time running out? Do they move on from McCollum? Because I think you keep Lillard, obviously. Yeah. What uh, what's going on there in uh, in Portland and in the Pacific Northwest? At this point, they just got to keep it going with what they have and just hope for the best. Like, what else are you going to do? Like, you, I don't think there are many guys that they can trade for. Yeah, because they traded for mm-hmm. a guy like Hassan Whiteside, who <laughs> is Andre actually- Drummond, right? <laughs> so you're not going to trade for Andre Drummond when you have an Andre Drummond type player already on your squad. Yep. So it's like, what what more can you do? I don't think there's anyone available on the trade market this season. So that's actually going to make you that much better. Carmelo Kamar- Anthony has been has been pretty good. He's been putting up good numbers. He put up totally. the game winner against the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. So all to me, all they can do is just keep it going. That's keep exactly it going and it. just hope you win. Let's and that's it. Like you've this injury situation. That's you. You nailed it a hundred percent. Hope you win because that's the only thing that they can actually do right now. Like the injury situation, Whiteside and Nurkic. You've got so much money. Committed yeah. to a position that like isn't gonna win you the basketball game anyway. Man, it's just a tough, tough time to be a Trailblazers fan <laughs> yeah, right now. I even mean, even if they make the postseason, they're getting bounced in the first round because totally they get eighth or seventh. They're facing one of the LA teams. I think seventh is almost out of the the equation. I think eighth is probably the only spot. I think because, they miss the playoffs though. Yeah, it's honestly they're it's two and eight like in their them. last ten. Man, like they are in rough shape. Sixteen and twenty four. Eighth is seventeen and twenty two, and then OKC, who's been a surprise team. Let's sure. be real here. Yeah. How about twenty two and seventeen? Shea, did you see the move he made this this week? Yeah, was that on Dwight Howard? Yes. Yeah, like the yeah. little shimmy yesterday. under the hoop. Yeah, unbelievable. Had Dwight flying. I was like, oh my! Yeah. As soon as that happened, I was watching it and. I started thinking to myself, I know we give a lot of praise to Jamal Murray as being the best Canadian, but Shea is right there. I was about to say, he might be the best Canadian basketball player on earth right now. Shea is right there. Give Shea Nikola Jokic. Look what he does, man. Come on. I love Jamal Murray, but (laughs) you give me me a choice of Jamal Murray or Shea Shea, Gilgis Alexander, I'll take Shea. Oh, it's because he brings brings both, right? Like, I mean, shut down guy on defense, six foot six. Wingspan, he's got it all. Yeah, I'm surprised Dave hasn't even mentioned what school did he go to. Yeah, it's, it's implied. It's implied. <laughs> it's implied. Even Jamal Murray, the guy we're comparing him to, uh, <laughs> went to the same which, school. You know, which is the best Canadian, which is the best Kentucky player? I mean, it's hard <laughs> to say. Um, no, Anthony okay, Davis so, is the best Kentucky player in the NBA. There's no yeah. question. That's, yeah. I don't, I don't think I anyone would, would, would argue with that. The Uri's yeah. had pretty good. Yeah, yeah pretty, defense pretty player pretty of the good. year. Also yeah. cut down some nets. The Wildcats. <laughs> throwing that out there. National Player of the Year, all that stuff. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. It's three in the key on TSN 1200. Welcome back to Three in the Key on TSN 1200. Hello and welcome back inside the key. Live Sylvain alongside Fuera Hat Dave Tripp. No Willie Mack. Well, is slacking, of Will course. Will Slackland. Um, so we'll uh, we'll wrap up the show with the, the games that are going on, going on today uh, in the NBA. We did it a, a couple weeks ago. It's where, a great success. Yeah, where Dave <laughs> great. and Vlad picked the winners. 
and ended up, yeah, ended up picking the wrong picks. <laughs> I hope nobody All filled losers. out a pro line or anything. Yeah. Eh? Because... I thought we were picking the teams that were losing. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Is that what we want to do today? Do we want to switch it up and pick yeah, the losers? Yeah, Who's going to lose today? Okay, let's pick the losers. All, All right. right, hit me. Utah, <laughs> Utah at Washington. Ooh. Who's a loser? This the seems, Washington. Yeah, it seems. It, you Utah's go. been like playing extremely well yeah. of late. They're riding. Um, an eight-game win streak, uh, twenty-six and twelve right now, nine and one in their last ten. They've been playing. <laughs> they've been really picking it up. And this is with Mike Conley and on the sideline. I know it's true. Right? Yeah. So, and Washington has been historically bad for about five, six years. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Washington losing okay. this game. This one, the next one is a big one too. Miami at New York. <laughs> oh snap! The Knicks, who Davis had mm. really great praise this, on today's show. That's for true. It. Anthony Early, who we Googled during the break now, playing in Saudi Arabia. Oh, no. <laughs> was a Knicks draft pick. Okay. Oh, Ron Baker, who didn't, was went yeah. undrafted, but signed with the Knicks. So, yeah. Yeah. by default, the Knicks draft His pick. His career start, started and ended in New York, much, <laughs> much like Early's. <laughs> okay. Uh, Miami and New York. Early exit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick Miami in this game. The Losing. Knicks- no, picking the losers, David. Yeah. Okay, well, I've already lost four months. <laughs> it threw me off. The Knicks are going to lose their thirtieth game of the season. Wow, already to the Miami Heat, who like I just cannot believe Miami is our incredible. second in the East. They're so good. Spo man, Eric Spolstra, best Spolstra, coach in the league for sure. He's up there, yeah, for sure. Hot take, I know. But yeah, uh, Jimmy Butler with I thought they would be a playoff team, but not this good, just because they just had Jimmy and a bunch of young guys. Yeah. A uh, couple of vets, but not too special. Speaking of Kentucky Wildcats, how about that step back by Tyler Hero? Oh, Did you see yeah. that? Oof. Of course. Oh, my goodness. Tyler Hero starting good. to turn into an NBA basketball player, folks. He's a bucket, man. He signed a bucket at uh, some fan thing in Miami. <laughs> I like him. I love him. I love him, too. Fuad, picking the Knicks to lose as well? Of course. It's a tough okay, one. Right. I always pick the Knicks to lose. <laughs> right. San Antonio We'll play against the Knicks, and I'll pick the Knicks to lose. <laughs> San Antonio and Toronto. This is a little bit more interesting. I'll take the Spurs losing this one. Okay. Uh, the Raptors have been playing well, man. Come on, the next the next man up mentality at home to emotional game against Demar Derozan. I think a lot Kyle Lowry's going to want to win this one. I'm going to give it to the Spurs. Oh to, no, the, the Raptors lose. Sorry, the Raptors, again, lose. Raptors lose. I'm going <laughs> to say the Spurs come out on top of this one. Derozan gets his first win back in Toronto. That's it. I just got a feeling maybe Lowry's okay. going to let him have this one. Wow. All right, they're friends after all. <laughs> Golden State at Memphis. Oof, another tough one. <laughs> Golden State's going to lose. Yeah, the Warriors are losers in this one. Warriors are losers in every game this have, season. Do we have any close calls here? Um, yeah, yes, we do. Later on in the evening. Okay, next one: Atlanta at Brooklyn. Uh, g- this give, is a this is a loser bowl too. Yeah, give yeah. give Brooklyn Brooklyn the loss. Okay, I like Atlanta yeah. on the road. Kyrie's first game back. There's yeah. gonna be a lot of dysfunction on that court. He's gonna be holding <laughs> the ball a lot, a lot, except for when he's not in Atlanta scoring. I'm gonna also pick Atlanta <laughs> to win and Brooklyn to lose. Okay, this is the close one of the evening. Okay. Probably the best matchup um, in tonight on tonight's schedule. Are the Lakers playing? Uh, no, it's the Clippers <laughs> at Denver. Oh, should this, be a good game. That's a real good game. Denver just lost to someone bad. Who did they just lose to? Uh, yes, they did lose. I think it was uh, last night or the night before. It was the Cavs? Oh yeah, they just lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. Ah. That's not a let's, good. Let's give let's give Denver another night. L. Okay, give, okay. Den- give Denver another loss. If you're gonna lose to the Cavs, come on, man. 
Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be nice to Elias, and I'm gonna say the Clippers are going down. I say okay. Yeah. I agree with you. I like uh, I like the Nuggets. Well, I like Jokic. I like uh, on a bounce back. He also had a good game. Uh, the early this week with a career high forty seven. Yeah, that's right. Sure. Against uh, Atlanta and, on the road. And he got into it with Vince Carter. I don't know if you guys saw that at the end of the game where <laughs> Vince was trying to steal the ball, you know, where they're putting pressure because it was a close sure. game. I gave him a little nudge and then Jokic kind of flopped out of bounds. They called a foul. I love that Vince uh, is playing minutes at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and then know. they were going back and forth, drawing at each other as he was walking to the free throw line and Jokic was telling him, I got like forty, whatever. And he's like Vince is like, I don't care how many points you have. <laughs> I've played in four different decades. <laughs> yeah, I, think, really. I, I think Jamal Murray likes the showtime. And, you know, L.A. Yeah. It's going to come out big for the game. Vince Carter playing in four different decades. Amazing. Um, no finals appearances. No. Nope. No rings. Just running and jumping. Just, <laughs> Cut the guy a break, all right? There, yeah. Cut the guy a break, Vince Carter. I love the guy. <laughs> I love him, too. He Make really him. did a lot for basketball Put in him Canada. on a team yeah. that doesn't yeah. suck, okay? And, like, honestly, Vince Carter would have rings. He was a good player, good teammate. Yeah, had a chance in New Jersey. Sure. Yeah, but they didn't really get there mm-hmm. um, anymore. Last game of the evening, Charlotte at Phoenix. Who loses this one? Oh man, that's a tough one. Ooh. Both with fifteen wins. Battle of the stinkers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> couple of stinkers today. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, Charlotte loses. Yeah, give Charlotte Cody the Zeller. Loss. I mean, that guy's only got so many good games in him. So. <laughs> Devontae Graham, man. Terry Rozier. That's true. Devontae Graham. Devontae no, forget Graham. Terry Rozier. Devontae Graham. He's good, yes. man. He was the second best point guard on that Kansas team. I like Frank Mason. <laughs> Where is he? I don't know. I think he was in Sacramento, but I think he fell off. I really liked Frank Mason that year, and I hate Kansas. Oh boy, who lost um, to somebody over the weekend? Big loss, Ka- Kansas. Yeah, lost. they did. Was it West Virginia? Mountain Mama? No, it wasn't. Uh, Come on, Dave. I got to wrap it up. <laughs> Syracuse winning. Syracuse won yesterday against uh, the University of Virginia in overtime oh. on the road, so that was good. Nice. Um, we got time. We got we'll, time. We'll talk about college basketball in the coming weeks, of course. March Madness is around March the corner. March is on its way, yeah. How about yeah. Buddy Beheim with a huge, oh. huge dagger? Are you going to tell us who they lost to? I'm working on it. Oh, <laughs> Baylor. There Baylor, you go. Okay. I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> that does it for us, for our producer, Steve Bunda, Will Macklin, who's here in spirit. Dave Tripp, who had him last on saying it's three in the key. Peace. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. 
Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 